Like a sit, see me rolling too far. I'ma get it on my own. Eh? Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean. Seashell, had to get it myself. At the house, since a young and I've been paying my bills. For the longest, I don't need you. All you niggas see through. Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through. Too much money to be making, need it wide. Work for myself, like all you niggas aren't it. Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up, like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my day. Sports Report. My name is Jeff Woodward, joined by Brendan Flanagan. Flan, how's it going? Gucci. How's, how's you doing? Pretty good. I was going to say, how's your dinner? My dinner's doing good. I had some uh, chicken, broccoli, and then uh, some leftover beef stew with oh, over some squash. <laughs> One more time. So junk. chicken, chicken, broccoli, beef stew. And then the beef stew was over some squash. Oh, okay. Butter. Not butternut. It was a uh, acorn squash. Acorn squash. Very acorn very squash underrated squash. Have you ever eaten that just by itself and then put uh, brown sugar on it? I don't eat brown sugar. It's bad for you. Okay, right. live a little. I'm a beast. I'm an alpha. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell by that meal. Was there any type of sauce on there or no? Sriracha. Ooh, okay. Super alpha. All right. <laughs> um, so how'd your Steelers do this weekend? Shut up. We have a good <laughs> chance. About as good as your 49ers. All right. Yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. All right. So yeah. stop it. You're gonna hurt my feelings. Um, okay, so we got a good show today. Uh, lots to get to, but first, let's get to the word of the day. Word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day, it's not even a word. It, they're, they're phrases now, really, because we've made the switch to uh, Urban Dictionary, which, insert sponsor here if they if they would actually sponsor us. Oh, that so lit. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Um, malignant humor. A joke slash meme that's so bad it will kill you. As in, this minion meme is pure soccer mom malignant humor. I don't even understand this. A joke or meme that's so bad it will kill you. Like I think it's like laughing hard. So like it's so funny or it's so like is bad being used as like it's funny or bad in this instance? Well, I think it's funny because I don't think a meme can actually kill you. Dude, I've never felt older right now than trying to understand this. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! All right. Well, that's the. We feel that much dumber now for that. What's the word again? Malignant humor. It's a malignant phrase. Malignant humor. Like a malignant tumor, but malignant hu- malignant humor. Mmm. Yeah. All right. Almost noted. Done, almost done with dinner. Almost. Right almost done with dinner. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, as we proceed, Flan, 
they uh, they played the national championship game since the last time we've we've had a recorded conversation. Um, did you watch the game? I watched the first half. <laughs> I was gonna say that was all there was about to watch. Really, I mean, um, okay. So I got a lot. I got a lot of different ways that we could go with this right now. Yeah, what stood out to you? In the game. Uh, that Trevor Lawrence is like the ugliest guy in whoa, America. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so he looks like a, a young Roger Waters from the bassist from Pink Floyd. Like, they look identical. Looks like a, so. bu- a bulimic sunshine. Well, not really. He doesn't look like sunshine. Like, this is just... Well, he has the hair, but he just, he's just like, he's just so damn skinny in the, the hair, face and everything. I'm saying, look at his face. If you looked at his face and his hair and you Google Roger Waters on your phone right now when you're done guzzling down your alpha protein shake. Um, Two scoops. Okay. When you're done, you look that look up Roger Waters <laughs> on your phone and tell me that he does not look like Kelly Lawrence, or not uh, Kelly Trevor, Lawrence. Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Excuse me, relax. I was thinking of uh, the other one, Roger Bryant. what? Roger Waters, because uh, Kelly Bryant is transferring to Mizzou, so good luck to him, and I hope that works out for Mizzou as well. Wow, but, you're right. Thank you. Okay, so going back to the Ugh. national championship game, uh, did you see the tweet? I I don't know who came up with it, but very clever. Uh, they changed Tua Tagovailoa to Tua Turn the Ball Over. Ooh. And I thought that was pretty witty. He did have a couple of just like, like I don't know if they're, they're not, they're not um, interceptions that like, they were, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, he was fooled, you know? Like he was tricked by the defense. Like I feel like he was, he was so used to seeing certain reads throughout the year that when he dropped back and Clemson was able to disguise something, he was just either over. He was probably just so used to playing such, Less superior teams that everyone is open, and he, when he finally plays a superior, like a team that's just as good as them, he just not anything. Okay, well, okay. Here's just another. Shot here's another thing. Well, I don't know if it was necessarily all to his fault. What's crazy? Did you see every time he picked up the ball, they showed uh, Saban's face, and he just says, "Damn it, Tua." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's crazy is that even on both these both these schools, right, both these teams, you see that. Uh, nobody in college football is on that level. There is absolutely nobody that can make the case. Maybe Texas because they hung with Georgia, who hung with Alabama. But I hate the transitive property shit that we uh, apply to well, college. Well, if we want to do it that, we can discuss how Boston College had a closer score than so did Clemson. Syracuse. Yeah, so they're better teams than Alabama. So and Pittsburgh beat them. Uh, also, a year can ago. we can we also discuss how ridiculous ESPN's coverage of the national of the championship game? Well, is? it's their thing. They created it. Well, I know, I understand, but they they're they're they tr- they're trying so damn hard. ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN ooze, uh, ESPN Deportes, ESPN, ESPN Plus, ESPN, ESPN News, U. ESPN Classic, ESPN yeah. everything. Well, the Deportes would have been fun to watch, but um, so uh, I I I'm sorry, I thought I was gonna run somewhere with that, but I didn't. Another thing that's interesting about Saban is I don't know if you heard this about uh. Saban, but Colin Cowherd came up with a thing called Sabantology in one of his tweets, and it's true. Clemson has had, like, zero turnover in their coaching staff, right? Like, they've hung on to coordinators. Their D coordinator gets paid $2 million. It's, like, one of the highest paid assistants in all of college football. And then you've got Saban, whose philosophy has been, bring me the broken, battered, but still great uh, coaches that I can use as coordinators for a year or two while they mend and lick their wounds, and then they go go off and get another job again. Like the Saban tree, much like the Belichick tree, not very successful overall, right? Oh, so yeah, I'm I just guess. trying to think, like maybe the the amount of turnover that's happening, you know, like because you have the kids for a max, I mean a minimum of three years, max four or five, depending on how they redshirt and whatnot. So if you're holding on to coaches for less There's long, no greater coaching tree than Bill Walsh coaching tree. Okay, well thank you for getting that out you're there. You're welcome. I but just need keep, to say that. Keeping this with college. 
Um, all right. I also did some digging uh, with the Saban thing, and here's a fun fact. So Nick Saban is 267 and like 63 and one as a, coll a collegiate head coach, right? Like overall, he started coaching 1990 with the University of Toledo. I went back. This is what I was talking about earlier when I said what I did when I was very unproductive at work. Mm -hmm. I was very productive for the show, but very unproductive for, for work. I went back and looked at every season that Nick Saban's coached, including the years of, with the Dolphins, to see if the if it would the trend would apply. But I was able to pick this out: is that uh, with last night's loss being in Santa Clara, Nick Saban is one and four in games that are in or west of El Paso, Texas. So I'm just saying he can't. Is Nick Saban overrated because he can't win on the left coast? Maybe I don't know. The losses. The West, West Coast. The Left Coast. Left, left West. Coast. West Coast. It's the same thing. Uh, then you, because I'm looking at the losses. 1996 with Michigan State lost to Stanford in the Sun Bowl. That was in El Paso. And then the very next year, in 97, uh, his Michigan State team lost to Washington in the Aloha Bowl. And then uh, in 98, the Michigan State team lost in Oregon or lost at or at Oregon. And then of course he redeemed all that by winning in 15 against Clemson in Arizona. But then they lost. Uh, Two nights ago in the, in the in Santa Clara, so uh, you know he doesn't. They don't. His nice team, fact. I'm just saying his teams don't generally come out to the to the West Coast. So maybe there's a reason. Maybe it's because you know I don't know. Just something that I wasted my time Damn with. Damn it, it Tua. Damn it, Tua. Yeah, right. Damn it, Tua. Amazing. He can't win on this side, but he'll come recruit over here, and then includes yeah. the Pacific too. Uh, all right, and then the other thing is that number one goes down again. Sports Center posted something on their Instagram uh, the night of the, the game. In all five years of the college football playoff, the number one ranked team has never won the title. In 2014, number four, Ohio State beat number two, Oregon. 2015, number two, Alabama beat number one, Clemson. That was the game that I just mentioned. In 2016, number two, Clemson beat number one, Alabama. And then in 2017, number four, Alabama, because they were not the conference champions that year, remember. Uh, defeated number three Georgia, and then this past year we had Clemson number two beat number one Alabama. Also, so not one of those games this year was even close. In no, the playoffs. no, it's total snooze fest. But this, I'm just saying, like we didn't expect the game to look like this. Like yeah. we expected it to be how it was in the first quarter, and then when Clemson just decided we're gonna turn on, we're gonna you pedal to the metal, and you can't keep up with us. That was crazy. Also, leave us is an absolutely terrible place to have that game. Uh, yeah, I would say yeah, oh, for sure because. A, I don't think a lot of people really cared that much about college football over here, especially with no Pac-12 representation. North, North, no, yeah, North, Northern California is much more of an NFL than college football. And if you were down, if you're if they, should, if they had that in LA, I think it'd draw a lot of attention. Well, if you had like USC or UCLA, it was good enough to be even mentioned in the playoff conversation. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot different. But you're having, uh, you know. SEC and You're ACC, yeah, East South, Coast. South Carolina and Alabama had to fly out to Santa yeah. Clara to come watch a game. Like it just, it didn't make sense. Um, and then the other thing, the other takeaway, I don't know if I touched on this already, uh, is that both teams are young. There's a lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomores out there on both sides of the ball. So mm -hmm. these schools are not going anywhere. Which sucks. I know it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's just like, look, this is this has turned into the premier the two premier programs that have decided we're going to invest all our money uh, in – sorry, I just got a text from Tim uh, – investing all their money into the football program. So yeah. national champion, uh, congratulations to the Clemson Tigers. Congrats. And Dabo Sweeney. Um, all right, moving on. Flan, there has been some shakeup here in the NFL. Uh, lots of hires have been made. 
have you been paying attention to that on the uh, the breaking news that's been going on? Um, past yeah, I've been paying somewhat attention. Vic Fangio is now the head coach of the Denver Broncos. I'm after, happy for him. Very after happy. being the D coordinator for the Bears. Very happy. He should have been a long time ago, four years ago for the Niners. Mr. Bruce Arians, who stated he would only come back to coach if he could coach the Cleveland Browns, signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, and then he took in uh, Jets head coach Todd Bowles, or former Jets head coach Todd Bowles, who was just fired this offseason, to be his defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in Cleveland, Freddie Kitchens, the man who started out as a running backs coach and then got promoted to offensive coordinator and has made or has helped uh, Baker Mayfield flourish, is now the coach of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Arizona hired Cliff Kingsbury, which... I, tweeted, I was shocked. I by tweeted that. this out, uh, and I'm going to repeat the joke again because I think I'm pretty clever, even though a bunch of people have run with it already. Is that the NFC West is officially the best looking co- or best looking division in all of football? And I'm sure Pete Carroll. It's uh, two ways. He was either very very handsome when he was younger, and he's just aged kind of bad, or he's always had that face that looks like you would wear it if you were robbing a bank. Like, he just looks like, a, you know, like one of those Clinton masks that you could just put on and just, uh, you know, that smirk. Maybe even get it with some gum, like where he's smacking on some gum. Uh, so, and then in Green Bay. Bill Walsh coaching shirt there. <laughs> Pete Carroll. Uh, in Green Bay, they hired LeFleur. I don't even know his, oh, Matt LeFleur. That's his name. Supposedly he's a good coach. I just think of dodgeball when. Uh, well, he's, he's young too, isn't he? That's that. Yeah, and I, I don't know how he's gonna get along with uh, with uh. Yeah, I feel I feel like you if you're with Rogers, the only way you get him to like respect you is if you've like won a championship and you've, like and you've been there. I feel like that's he's like he's so good where he he can he can only respect you if you're like at his level. You know who, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't really know what Lafleur like. He had he spent one year as the offensive coordinator in Tennessee, and their offense pretty much regressed in all statistical categories. So I don't know. Maybe there's just you know a connection there. Uh, what I think is more interesting is Cliff Kingsbury getting the job in Arizona. Aside from, you know, the fact that he's good looking, it's just it feeds into this thing that, like, if you have even taken a picture with Sean McVay, you are going to be considered <laughs> for a head coaching position. Um, like, he got fired from Texas Tech, signed on with USC because he thought that there wasn't very much interest in him, and he wanted to make sure that he had a job. And then once he saw that there was interest, was like, yo, I need to back out of this USC contract. Actually, the thing that's funny is going into this one, I didn't think much of it, but now after all these head coaches are getting hired and you see who was participating in like the hiring process for um, interviews, there's not a lot of minority candidates this year, was there? I didn't see any many head coaching minority well, candidates. Well, Hugh Jackson, Marvin Lewis, and Tom <laughs> Bowles were all shown the door. So you could have – those three guys could still go get another job. Bowles went – But there was, no, there was no offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator that, that did well that – I mean, I don't – I was a person know. of color. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't notice that either. Huh. Yeah. There's still three jobs that are open. I mean, Miami, the Jets, and the Bengals have still yet to announce Jets is supposed to get Adam Gase. Supposed to, but they haven't announced yet. Oh. Otherwise, I have it written down, sir. Or you were just hitting that pen too hard. No. Uh, <laughs> pen, pen to paper. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I just think it's it's crazy, man. Like, Cliff Kingsbury, going back to this real quick before, because I, I, I just can't seem to drop this. This was the guy who had Baker Mayfield at Texas Tech, then benched him for Davis Webb, who's the backup to Eli Manning in at the New York Giants, or for the New York Giants, I think so. And then <laughs> when he got Patrick Mahomes, didn't do very much with him. Um, I think you, especially that, w- especially with that um, head coaching hire and, and the 
Cle- in Cleveland now. Uh-huh. Well, they basically based they got uh, Baker's buddy to be the head coach. It all, Kitchens. It all comes down, I think, mostly to how what's the what's their relationship like with our quarterback, or if they're quarterback savvy at all. I think that that's a big, big, big topic when it comes to hiring a coach in the NFL. Um, you, I mean, you obviously saw it in ten, in uh, Arizona when they had Cliff Kingsbury. But um, well, he's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer, and he's gone over two. That's what I'm two, saying. If you're a quarterback whisperer, you get elevated to the top of every single thing when it comes to the interview process because that's such a highly coveted position to like excel out on each team. Mm-hmm. Vic Fangio, I think, was was should have been high on everyone's board. I think he'd be. I think he's gonna be a really good head coach. Well, I think that was also like a. Com- I'm not taking anything away from Big Fangio because he's been doing it for a very long time. He's and about to. He's about to make that that Broncos defense back to being what it used to be. And he's got Gary Kubiak doing well, the that's offense. That's what I thought was interesting. Is you saw certain organizations have made the decision that they are going to focus on one side of the ball, like. Denver is Arians supposed to be some offensive mastermind? Like I don't see he's supposed to be Who? a quarterback whisperer. Bruce Arians, uh, down in Tampa Bay. What are they? Gonna uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I, gonna, I I think they're going to tank this year, and he's going to take. He's going to grab whoever he wants a quarterback next year. Oh, he's going to. I think. I think. I think. Tua. I think Tampa's going to be one of those teams. that's going to be one of the bottom dwellers next year. Try and get Tua. Tank yeah. for Tua. And tank for Tua, or tank for who, or tank for that Oregon quarterback. Herbert. All right, um, but or yeah, Stanford so quarterback. there's still three coaching jobs still up for grabs, and we will see what comes of those. All right, as we move forward, it is now time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Let's go. All right, so this happens every once in a while, but Tim, uh, I think he fell asleep. <laughs> so... I don't know if he's going to be on. Um, probably not. I'll give you a start of the day. Well, okay. I can. I, he sent me one, but yes, you give us. It, let me let me say Tim's first, and then you give me the stat, your stat afterwards. All right. Tim's stat is with Lamar Miller being added to the Pro Bowl roster, the Miami Hurricanes' streak of having at least one Pro Bowl selection is extended to 34 consecutive seasons. The last time the University of Miami didn't have a player in the Pro Bowl. Was 1984. Nice. Whoa. Insane. Okay, that's a good one. Let's see if you can top it. That's a good one, Tim. If when you listen to this, kudos. We're giving we're giving you props for that stat of the day. Flan, what is your stat of the day? Can it compete? Uh, in my stat of the day. Today's the tenth, right? Well, it'll be the tenth for most people that are listening. It is technically still January 9th. Happy birthday, mom. But yes, it is still technically January 9th. But go ahead, January 10th. Let's hear it. One second. It's the sound of him thinking. Fuck. Stat of the day. The cost. Oh, I don't have one, actually. Okay. That was a <laughs> lot of build-up for nothing. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tim tried calling me during that. Stat of the day. Actually, I got a stat of the day. Jesus Christ. Okay, what is it? San Francisco Giants have the most players in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Really? Yes. Is that a fact? Yep. How many? I don't know. They have more than the Yankees. Oh, man. We should have had Tim on for that. We could have thrown that in his face. It's written on their stadium, actually. Oh, really? If you're on the McCovey Cove side going in, mm-hmm. and they have, if you look at the, it's next to the dugout store, and there's a big wall, and they have a bunch of paintings on it. Oh, okay. And one of them says, 
uh, most I'm players. I'm seeing the wall when you come across the bridge and you're coming in on that side. Yeah, too. that's that's the one. And oh, there's okay. The, and this thing, one. And there's another. There's it's go, there's stairs going up, and the next to the stairs there's a big wall that's with beige. all the Hall of Fame people. Yeah, yeah. But the beige wall I look at is the one that says how many championships they have, even going back to New York. Yeah, I think it's that one. Oh, okay. They have they have a, like a whole bunch of paint stain paint and stuff on there. It's a really big wall. Very big. Love big walls. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're so... Fuck you. I was looking at my phone. I wasn't paying attention to that. I don't endorse that. All right. Uh, so that'll do it for stat of the day. It is now time for Lytle's Locks. Put up or shut up. It's time for Lytle's Locks. It is a Wednesday, and that means we are breaking down football, and we do it with our friend of the show, recurring guest, Billy Lytle. Billy, how are you doing? Pretty good. Took a little holiday hiatus. I'm back. I was going to say, you, like, we went on a, a break as a show, so it was okay. But last week, we couldn't get in touch with you. I was a little worried. Yeah, I had to, I had to take an extra week. It it's, was too much. It's I had okay. to recover from the holidays. And we all go hard during the holidays, so. I went 5-0 and oh with our last time, though. I know that. Last time, but then you didn't get us your picks last week. So last week, you went 0-0. Zero and zero. Uh, Flan That's and undefeated two <laughs> weeks in a row. Flan and I, a uh, win streak. Uh, Flan and I both went one and three. Did we, and then, did we both lose on that stupid two-point conversion from the Seahawks and Cowboys? I will check the record right now. Uh, yeah, I, I know that screwed a lot of people. <laughs> there's, there's a guy. That's yes, a, we both lost on the Seahawks. <coughs> we had the Seahawks plus one, though. So we had different oh, odds. So okay. we still lost. But, yeah, because we, we, we make these picks earlier in the week. I think when they talk about the spread on, like, SVP's bad beats, I think they're doing it, like, day of or something like that. Like, yeah. Because I'm just getting them from ESPN. There were, there were quite a few funny videos I saw from people flipping out. Yeah, no, on the, that the final conversion. line was two and a half. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I just feel bad yeah, because. Yeah, so that, if they kick that extra point three, <laughs> you know, you still get it. Well, no okay. Janikowski's <laughs> bum hammy. These lines are as of January 9th at 9.08 p.m., okay? Because that's when we're recording this. Spoiler alert. All right, uh, but let me say this. The overall records, uh, Billy sitting at 45 and 40, above 500. That's where you want to be. Flan, take notes. Uh, yeah. I am 50, 38, and 1. Flan, 34, and 45. And then Cousin John, who off the 3 and 1 week, uh, he's still 38 and 41. 42 if we're going to count that Raider game that he wanted double or nothing, but that's, you know, week 11, and that's that's an argument starter with him. Okay, so you guys ready for this? Yes. Ready as I'll ever be. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> All right, in the uh, – oh, okay, and we'll, we'll let the listener know. Billy is going to be picking the over-under as well. Flan, you're more than welcome to do it if you want. All right. Uh, John just picked the spreads. I will just pick the spreads. This is an attempt got to make up for those lost games. Yeah, for you guys to pick up ground. Okay? Um, <coughs> excuse me. All right, the first game, the Indianapolis Colts travel to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, where the Chiefs are favored by five-and-a-half points. Uh, cousin John is going to take the Chiefs and the minus five and a half. We will start with you, Billy Lytle. Who are you taking uh, in the spread? And then I will give you the over-under after. Uh, in the spread, I am taking the Indianapolis Colts, Ooh. the hottest team on the planet right now. Ooh. 
You're going to take the Colts plus I believe they've won now. 9 of 10 or 10 of 11. Okay. Something crazy like that. Now, that I've offensive s- line is playing well. Kansas City does not have a defense. Quentin Nelson's going to run some people over. Marlon Mack's going to go for big yards. And Andy Reid just loves to choke in the playoffs. It is true. Oh, he God, I forgot about that. Good Andy Reid in the playoffs, man. Well, this is still a divisional round, so it's okay. Mm. I think it's you have to worry when it's a conference championship. That's when Andy Reid is really prone to choke on you know whatever it is that Andy Reid is eating pregame. Yeah, he hasn't gotten there in a while because he usually pisses it away in the divisional <laughs> round. <laughs> um, I've spoken like a true angsty Raiders fan right now, man. Just mm. like totally embracing that hate of the Chiefs. Um, okay, so you oh, pointed yeah. you pointed Always. out. That the that they they were one of the hottest teams in football. I di- I did think that you uh, you failed to acknowledge their defense, which is uh by it's the um, organization they're, standards. They're playing hot. Is is uh, ahead of schedule. But speaking of schedules, and I hate to be the guy that schedule watches, Bill, you do realize this is a Colts team that had one of the weaker schedules in the league, correct? Yeah, that was a down division but and they went up against a rather fraudulent Houston Texan team who also played a pretty relatively weak schedule in the in the wild card weekend so um I am with you on the Colts though I am picking the Colts because I am that confident I feel like Andrew Luck is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes is a flashy car but uh but Andrew Luck is a well-oiled machine if that makes sense he's built for a long haul <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, Flan, who are you taking in that game? Billy, we'll get back to you for the over-under in a second. Um, I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Colts, too. You're going to take the Colts as well? Okay. Yeah. The, I mean, I, yeah, I just I think, so like what Billy said, that defense, I don't think they're going to be able to stop. Kansas City's defense Kansas, is so suspect. Yeah. yeah, you're right, Bill. And I think defense, you need a defense in the playoffs, and I think – and you know, defense and a run game. It. I don't. I just don't know if the Marlon Billy brought up Marlon Mack too. I just don't know if that was a if that was a flash in the pan performance. You know, like I know yeah. he's a decent back, but like for he had over 150 yards. Uh, Bill, I just think that offensive line is it's really good. good. Yeah, it's, it's really absolutely. good. Quentin Nelson they is going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, they're protecting Andrew Luck too, so that's important because you know he yeah, was just they've getting, only given up alive. like a few sacks in the past 12 weeks. Like, <laughs> Yeah. What, what about what about the Less other than five. what about the other guy that was selected in the uh, draft? Billy it was like Colton Miller or something that the Raiders got. What about think him Hall of Fame? Uh, I'm not looking like it. <laughs> All right, Bill. The over under on that game is 57 points. Are they going over or are they going under? I think they're going over. It's going to be a shootout. They're going over, huh? So all that talk about uh, well, he as Bill did not specifically. Well, they did. They just got. They just got to stop. Mahomes once, and I mean, you just gotta think that, and then just hope that luck keeps on trucking. Yeah, out. yeah. So, yeah, I, I can see like at the at thirty-five, thirty-one, that'll cover. Okay, uh, Flan, are you gonna bet over under two on this one or no? Uh, I'm betting the over. You gotta bet the over when you got the Chiefs are playing over. Over. Okay. I am in no position. I don't need to pick the. I'm. I'm. I don't. I feel peer pressured into picking it, but I don't need to. So Hold I'm on. not gonna. All right, Flan's going the over. Way to be your own man. Thank you. You know, I try. All right, next game, the Dallas Cowboys are traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, uh, who are favored by seven points. Cousin John is taking the Rams and the seven points, or giving the seven points. Flan, we will start with you. Who are you taking in this game? Uh, Give me the boys. Give me the Cowboys. Okay, interesting pick. I think, but I think think it's going to be a close game. Um, 
I hope there are, uh, I don't really, I hope both teams lose, to be honest with you. <laughs> is it possible for this game to end in a tie? <laughs> yeah, this is not, this is a 49er fans, like, nightmare. This is hell. Bad. Oh, God, I think the only Last thing, week, too, with the Seahawks and Cowboys. Say, I was going to say, the only worst matchup would have been the Seahawks and Cowboys, which we've already had. All right, Bill, what are you doing with uh, this game? Who are you taking? Um, Zeke scares me with that suspect Rams defense, but I'm going to go with, the Rams at home. Yeah. I think that that seven points is like a, seven points is like a lot in the playoffs. It, that is a pretty high spread. That's a little disrespectful to Dallas. But if you stop Zeke, you stop that offense. That's true. It's not like Dax Prescott's going to be lighting up the field. You know, like I mean, he might throw for two twenty-five, but he ain't throwing for no four or five touchdown yeah. passes. He ain't got to worry about it. He's going to rack that up in six yards at a time. Um, all right, uh, so with that being said, I, too, am also going to take the Rams. The Rams at home, I know this is kind of a sketchy pick. This is like one of those where you might think it's a lock, like real easy, thinking, oh, Rams minus seven at home. But it's just this is a team that's fallen off as of late. Like with all the hype that there is about knowing McVay and that will help get you a coaching job and all that good stuff, it's like this guy still hasn't technically won anything as a head coach. Like he's Lost very good. His at, only playoff game. I was going to say he's very good in the regular season. What have you done for What are you going to do for me in the playoffs when and it matters and defenses step up? That's not going to be at home. That's not going to be much of a home game for him. There's a lot of Cowboys fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be yeah. there. There's a lot really of Cowboy out. fans everywhere, but, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, the over-under on this game is 49.5 points. Uh, Bill, is it going over or under? Over. Over with help with not much help from Dallas with the, both of these teams. Yeah, <laughs> I like what you're saying there. Both these teams having pretty good defenses, and we're thinking that this is going to go over. What's, what's the 40, number again? Forty nine and a half. Oh, over. Over. Is that saying life's too short to bet the under? Blame life's too short to not bet the over. Both boys can buy. Uh-huh. Both teams can get twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, so that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think so. I think you're a relatively good defense in the NFL nowadays if you don't let up more than 24 points. The worst ones yeah, they had the, those. The, the days of under 20 are kind of gone. The ones that suck when they had those low un, those low numbers and the team gets like 33 and the other team gets like two, three points and it's just like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. When you just miss by like, you know, the other team couldn't even muster a fucking touchdown and I missed it and I missed the over under on that. So, yeah. Or or just the back door. The back door covers are the worst. There is nothing like sitting there knowing that you're either the type of better that's sitting there thinking, all right, we got this. It's all good. Or you're the type of better that's just like, oh, my Sweat. God, there's 90 seconds left. It's only going to take a couple of dump off pass dinks and dunks here. They stay in bounds and get out of bounds. They have two timeouts. They expect the worst and the worst happens. And it's just, oh, backdoor covers. Blech. They make me sick. All right, moving along. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers will be traveling to Foxborough to take on the evil empire, the New England Patriots. The Patriots are favored by uh, four points. Have you heard what points. the weather's supposed to be like then? Uh, snowing. I think that's four to five inches of snow. Okay. I don't know if the river is going to freeze there, though. I had heard that earlier in the week. I did just check an hour ago, and it might have fizzled out a little bit. Oh, thank God. Good. Yeah, they stand a <laughs> chance then. All right, uh, so John, Cousin John has the uh, Chargers. He's taking the Chargers and the points. Chargers plus four. Okay, uh, I will start this one first. I like the Chargers and the chances in this one, all right? This is like I, I, I drink the Kool-Aid every year that this might be the Patriots' like year that they're done, but it's just – Look at who Brady's relied on the most in his offense. It's been Gronk and Edelman, and both those guys look like they have lost a step. I don't care if they've had a week off to rest and, and recuperate. The Chargers' defense is for real. Uh, Phillip Rivers is completing all the passes he needs to make. And 
By the way, Melvin Gordon, not a slouch. He's a little banged up, but we'll see how he goes. And then Austin Eckler, too. So for that reason, I just think the Chargers are one of the most well-rounded teams in the playoffs. And they've been playing home. They've been playing road games even at home. Like, I've heard that joke way too many times this year. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. The Patriots, this is not the year for them. Uh, the Chargers, eh, plus four. Oh, yeah. Give me the Chargers, too, baby. You want Chargers plus four? Picking Uh, against Belichick in the playoffs at home, huh? Yeah. Just hoping this is the year. I am, too. Fuck Brady. Yeah. Yeah. The tuck rule. Yeah, do it for the tuck rule. Go, Chargers, go. (laughs) All right. Uh, The over-under for that game is 47 points. Billy, are you betting over or under? I'm saying that one's going under. I think that weather's going to affect it. That's going to be a... much like the uh, Ravens game was last week. Kind of just pound them out, lots of field goals. Flan is same thumbs down as well, too. I would be interested to know, so I'm going to write you down for under. Yeah, okay. if, it, if it's snowing, I think it'll definitely be under. I would be interested to know, just in Tom Brady's career at Gillette, right? Because I think he's played at Gillette his entire career. I don't think they were playing at a different place early on. Um, what yeah, his? Was, yeah, I think it was called Foxborough Stadium. What his? What his play? Yeah, right. The naming rights. I'm just saying it was the same facility, right? It was. It doesn't matter if it's changed names. Um, Did you talk about naming rights earlier? Timeout. No, I didn't. Uh, Giants. So changed. stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oracle. Yeah, Oracle Park. All right, hold on. We'll we'll get to that before we drop you off. Okay. I just saw that. All right. <laughs> I think it's over a tribute thing. Uh, but yeah, so. Anyway, I'd be interested to see what Tom Brady's record is against the spread at home in the postseason, right? Like, not I, not the spread, excuse me, the over under. We it would take it would take a lot of time to look into. I might be willing to do it if I have you know time to waste at work. But uh, I just feel like games, you know, January games in Foxborough, they don't cover. I mean, they don't they don't hit the over. They're always under. There's just something about that place where it's like, hey. Defense really fucking matters in this game against these guys. Like you ain't win, you ain't gonna put up more than thirty points, and you sure as hell ain't gonna stop them from putting. You know, like it's just it's weird. I don't know. It's something about it. Does that sound fair? I feel yeah. I don't. I can't really remember too many games Brady having at home lighting up the scoreboard in the playoffs. There's a black magic like two or three touchdowns maybe. There's a black magic mystique around that around that stadium. Like when the, even you can see even, even see it on the broadcast. It's just everything's darker over there. I and feel like just all fuel his, off uh, that. his big numbers in the playoffs have come on the road, like in Indy or Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Away from away from Gillette. Yeah. The Razor. All right. Uh, last game up on the list here. We have the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Wait, who's who's the? Uh Oh, the Eagles are the sixth seed, right? Yes. So the Eagles are flying down to New Orleans to take on our Lord and Savior, Drew Brees' Christ, and the New Orleans Saints, where the Saints are favored by eight points. Uh, I'm going to – which one – okay, John took the Saints, and, you know, he's going to give the points, minus eight. Uh, which one of you guys wants to take this first? Uh, Billy, go for it. Okay. Uh, Big Dick Nick covers that. Whoa! Sleep. Okay. I actually, I I'm praying that the Chargers win and the and the Eagles win because that happens and they have their a playoff game in a soccer stadium for the NFC Championship game. Or no, the AFC. AFC Championship. No wait, no no, they're in the different. Damn it! You want the Chargers? Yeah, Chargers and the Colts. Chargers and Colts. Chargers and Colts. I'm praying that. You got happens. excited. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 
My bad. Popped your load a little quick. Yeah, I did. All right. So, but what about the Eagles? What do you think about the Eagles? Are they are they going to cover it against the Saints? Eight points. Flan. Um. Yeah, I think I think I think the Eagles will cover, but I think New uh, New Orleans will win. You guys are out of your goddamn minds. I am taking New Orleans and the points. We are talking about the football messiah. In no respect for the defending champs. None whatsoever. I know they're a different team again. No respect for the biggest schlong in football. No, too. okay, stop. <laughs> All right, you know, I'm surprised you'd know that. I'm surprised you'd know that because you took the time to hop off of Jimmy G's and find out what another one felt like. All right, so I don't exactly Ooh. sure what's going there. So I yeah, like that. You got that was good. That was yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, and tell him wh- tell him while you're at it not to be dancing on stage. All right, we don't need to wreck that knee again. Uh, him and I, Sherm. I appreciate you. I appreciate you watching out for my boy. Him and Sherm oh. with his Achilles. Looking Someone's better. Someone's feisty that AB's oh. getting traded. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> you got, and and no, Le'Veon's I, walking, right, and also like, that uh, Roethlisberger is building his own casket right now. <laughs> all right, this is not about teams that are not in the playoffs. All right, I will admit to that. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Drew Brees. Why are we talking like this about? Why are we talking so blasphemous about Drew Brees, guys? All right, this is fucking Drew Brees's Christ. All right, I don't care. Philly's a different team with Nick Foles, right? Carson Wentz might be the better quarterback, but Philly's a better team with Nick Foles at the helm. But you are going into the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, where let me tell you, <laughs> people said the only way the Saints stood a chance in the playoffs is if they played at home because they'd have to go on the road. Well, guess what? They don't, that, have, to, that, they don't have to go on the road, right? They could host it all the way. And then the Super Bowl's being played in a dome. So tell me why the Saints shouldn't be the Super Bowl favorite right now. I'm taking the Saints and the points. Am I? You guys obviously think I'm wrong. So why, why, like the Saints' defense is just not good? We're gonna forget about them. Foles, baby. I don't Foles. think that either team is gonna score many points. Oh, you think it's gonna be a low-scoring game? I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. That uh, last couple games they played, especially that uh, Carolina game, what was that like twelve-nine? Yeah, it was something low. It was yeah, it wasn't their best. Yeah, game. I just have a feeling that yeah, everyone expects a big old shootout. It ain't gonna be that. Oh, I ain't expecting a shootout. I'm expecting a domination. I'm expecting a. I'm expect. I won't. I won't go on the record and say put this against my record. But I'm saying. Uh, I'm expect. Like I wouldn't be surprised if New Orleans won by three touchdowns or more. Put it that way. Yeah, I think they're that for real. So, tag freezing cold takes in that one if you if you must. All right. Uh, the over. I can't wait for them to lose. Over <laughs> under on this game is the second highest out of the bunch. It is 50 and a half. Uh, Bill, are you going over or under? I alluded to it earlier. I'm going under. That's true. I'm sorry. I should have I deduced that from your comments. Uh, Flan, what are you going with? Over or under? 50 and a half points. Over. Over. All right. Life is too short to not bet the over. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that. It's a, little, it's a little wordy, but, yeah, you can work with it. Um, all right, Bill, so thank you for those picks. You were saying something earlier about a stadium name change. Would you like to enlighten the listeners who may have not uh, known about that? Yeah, apparently the giant stadium is not called Pac Bell Park anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, this is AT&T. This is to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, uh, I guess the Warriors weren't enough. They had to take Oracle, too. Well, it's gonna be the Chase Arena when it open when the Warriors open in uh, San Francisco, right? So it's yeah, but they they're they're taking the Warriors from Oakland now. They're taking the Warriors name from Oakland. 
they're I mean, moving into San Francisco yeah. just for a different team. Well, yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be that's going to be so funny when the Giants are starting to be good again and they try and call uh, AT and T Oracle just because? So they're changing from AT and T Park to Oracle Park, and I think it's ridiculous. It's just like when I think of Oracle, I think of Oracle Arena, and I think of the Dubs. I don't, I don't think of the Giants. I barely even remember to call it AT and T. You know, well, I'm pretty sure they're getting like ten million dollars a year for it. So oh, I'm sure they are. So that's probably why they're going to do it. it. It's very smart on a on a financial standpoint. I'm just saying from a fan standpoint, I'm. It's going to take. Lame. That's what that's what it is. I think we, you just go with the original name. This team better be in first fucking place. Is all I'm saying. If you want me to call it Roracle Park, all right, just get that team in first place and make it a World Series contender again. All right, balls in your court or ball, you know, balls on your mound now, in in your bullpen. Very cool. Okay, I can tell you, I I lost. We lost Flan. <laughs> I was gonna say, what do you th- what do you have to say, Mr. Giants fan? What are your thoughts on it? It'll always be called AT and T for me. I'll just I'll keep calling. No, AT&T. you don't even call it Pac Bell anymore. You moved on. I think it just AT and T just sounded just Sell out. better. Sell out. <laughs> <laughs> AT and T sounded way better initials rather than a word or that you could just. Call I think it. I think AT and T sounds good. Makes uh, me Pacific think. Pacific Bell Park. My 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 <laughs> one my one question my one question is like why is that every Baseball stadium in America has the same name, but the Giants have had four or five name changes since it opened in 2000. Then in the last four years, like Candlestick, well, Bill they said had like it. eight name changes. Bill said it. It's because you're you're selling to the highest bidder. Well, no, what one problem with that I think was all those company like uh, SBC got bought by AT and T. Oh. Yeah. And I think that SBC may have bought Pac Bell. Yeah, it was just kind of like one of those Russian marionette dolls that just like you. you <sighs> yeah, them I don't think it was. Another. I don't think those original ones with the Giants changing. I think it was the companies being bought out. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't like some bullshit that the Niners pulled up to change the cancel to Monster Park. Monster. <laughs> yeah, Monster Park. I was gonna say, did anybody ever? <laughs> that not, did not. Did, did anybody ever <laughs> stop calling it Candlestick? No. No. Okay. That was that in Three Calm Park. Three Calm. Yeah. <laughs> Calm. Well, you think about how many uh, – there's a couple different places that are called American Airlines Arena. Like I could think the Dallas uh, Mavericks st- uh, Stadium is, and same with uh, the Miami Heat. So there's – I mean, there, like there's, there's definitely more than one United, isn't there? Uh, I'm pretty sure. The United Center in um, no, that's Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. And that's the only one, I think. No. What was the United, – oh, United's Verizon, headquarters. Verizon Center's in D.C. Yeah. Okay. United's headquarters in Chicago, so yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right, well, uh, thank you very much, Billy. We will be checking in with you. I don't know if we're going to do uh, – well, fuck it. Why not? We, we'll keep it going through the football season. Why Why the fuck not? Maybe we'll do the Pro Bowl too. No, just, just kidding. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. All right. Just because uh, A.B.'s not going? We're going to do, we're gonna do <laughs> betting yeah, for Juju's the uh, – Juju's going. Betting, so I, yeah, betting for the free agency, what teams land where. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're going to start taking a look. We'll just take a look at long shot odds <laughs> to open up next year and why it makes sense. Um, all we right, got, we, we can bet on the skills competition. Oh, oh, there you the go. dodgeball game, yes. That's what I want to <laughs> There's got to be odds on that. And who can fucking uh, catch the, the drone drop. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid ass shit. That's coming up soon. I mean, it's stupid. It's entertaining, but still it's stupid. All right, uh, once again, Billy Lido, thank you very much. And you were alluding off air that you were not feeling that well. You're trying to fight off whatever ailment it was that you have or may have. Uh, good luck the with that fight. Good luck, Billy. Yeah, good luck. Stay healthy, dude. All right. All right. We'll keep talk. Up the vitamin C. <laughs> keep fighting the fight. All right. We'll uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. See you, Bill. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers for this divisional round preview show.
We are mixing it up one more time. Mm. I think we got it this time, though. It's only taken 56 episodes. Um, Flam, we're going to read off the topic of the headline, and we are going to decide if it is a winner or loser rather than having them predetermined. I like it. Okay. Uh, the first one on the first topic on the winners losers list clay thompson had a 44 point game yes 44 point game last night and and what was so impressive and everybody so worked up about he had four total dribbles oh my god that's so amazing he's a catch and shoot guy like hello you know i think the only person that could have contended with this record is kyle corver (laughs) yeah you know like what is so? I mean, it, it, I would think that the headline should be more focused on the 44-point game. You know, it's just like I feel like people are looking at that extra piece, saying the four dribbles. Oh my god, it's so crazy. <laughs> you know, like if you never play pickup at the Y, like you find right. it, you find a spot and you stay there. Okay, play defense <laughs> and get to your spot. All right, uh, I've had a couple of games like that. So are we saying that this Clay's game? I mean, obviously it's a winner. Yeah, it's a winner. It's a winner. But everybody that's focusing on the four dribbles. You're a loser. Oh, you're a loser. Ooh, if I you're, like it. you're, you are trivial or no, you are fascinated by trivial statistics. Okay, no one gives a goddamn about the dribbles unless we're talking about James Harden or Russell Westbrook dribbling the air out of the basketball. It's hella dribbles that we care about, not not less dribbles. Come on, so impressive. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Okay. Great mover without the ball. All right. Uh, no, he really is He's so good off ball. Is really that's why I said it. Is what it is. <laughs> that's how people want to focus on the four dribbles. It's like he's not a he's not a dribble shoot guy. He's not a shoot off the dribble guy. He's a catch and shoot guy. You know, Steph's the dribble or you know Steph and KD. Steph's everything. Well, yeah, but I mean Steph and KD are the two for sure off the dribble guys, and then you know Clay way more than Draymond, but Draymond's also a catch and shooter. All right. Uh, next up, Draymond's a bricker. <laughs> As of late, yes. <laughs> On the winners losers list, next up, Boogie's back. He's expected to return from his Achilles injury on January 18th, almost a full two months in advance of what was originally anticipated when he had his diagnosis before signing with the team. Uh-huh. Like before he signed with the Dubs, he was like, "Look, like this is what the doctor said my timetable is expected to be." Yada yada yada. The Dubs still signed him. Now there's reports saying that he is doing better. In scrimmages, but Flam, my concern is that's practice. And I mean, AI had that rant for a reason. It's not well, a game. Did you see all those? Not a game. They always have. Uh, we talking about practice. They always have to have that thing at their uh, practice facility. There's this big wall they bring down. Curtains up. And they always put it down when Boogie practices, and they've been, at least the press has been doing a lot of pic, showed a lot of pictures of it. So. Hmm. It's good. It'll be cool to see him in the lineup, though. It'll be interesting to see how he works, and if he doesn't get the ball, I wonder how his ego will take it. Uh, well, ever since Kerr came in, the big man doesn't really get the ball that much. It's been a while since he played in a basketball game, right? So I'd have it. Uh, you you got you got a, like a two week honeymoon period with Boogie coming back into the lineup because he's gonna be not in a hundred percent game shape. So he'll be tired after running around for just a little bit, especially with they the need him to get the bo- they need him, they need him, they need him for boards though. They need a lot. They need boards. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying that when he first first initially comes back expect him to be winded early and often oh and he's gonna play a play, he'll probably play 15 15 minutes 20 if, minutes i'm saying if that dude first game yeah. back he'll probably only log about 10 15 minutes depending on how he plays um and then yeah you'll see towards the end of like two weeks back from him that's when you start to see the minutes increase to see if he can take it uh i don't care ease him back in just make sure he's 100 percent to go for the playoffs and, Totes. and make sure he's had enough time out on the court to develop 
somewhat of a rapport that can be, uh, you know, built upon and rode throughout the playoffs. I agree. Because I'll tell you right now, with Boogie at 100% health in NBA Live 19, the Warriors are extremely unstoppable. So if it's anything like one of the video games is projecting it so to be, unstoppable. they will be very, very unstoppable. And there's nothing that the rest of the league can do about it, uh, regardless of who your favorite team is. Speaking of which, friend of the show, uh, a recurring guest, he does the intro and outro music, uh, Xavier McCall. Uh, he has been very quiet, actually, Uh since all this was, uh, since LeBron got hurt, he's a Laker fan. So since LeBron got hurt, he's been hush hush. And then we got this news about Boogie and all that trash talk and all that mess. I was hearing him text me, or you know that he was texting me uh, about the season and whatnot, how the the dubs were done. Like, okay, X, we we're waiting. The phone line is open. We'd love to we'd love to debate and tell you why you're wrong. All right. Uh, so Boogie's back. That's for sure. A w, right, Flan? W. All right. W and then an L for the rest of the league. Uh, yes, the rest of the league has been put on notice. All right, uh, Jerry Jones is in the news. Next up on the winners list, Jerry Jones bought a boat. This is just an L. He didn't think Jerry Jones. Okay, L. it's automatic, <laughs> automatic L. But let's still talk about it. A yacht worth two hundred and fifty million dollars, with not one, but two helipads oh. for your helicopter needs. I would love to be 25 and have that. I wish well, I was a 25-year-old well, yeah, billionaire. Yeah, like if you're 25 and you had billions of dollars, it'd be dope. But Jerry Jones is leather-faced, you know? Like he is sipping Johnny Walker Blue, looking at his Dallas Cowboys, managing his oil money and uh, and all the cowboy money that, that they've grossed him and his other investments and whatever he does. So he's able to kick back on the yacht. But I think $250 fucking million for a boat? Whew. I'm not, I'm not a big water guy, you know? Like... Seventy boats and hoes. Okay, there we go. That is Flan's contribution to this topic. I was gonna say, you know, the Earth is seventy percent water, and we still know more about space than we do the oceans on the planet that we're surrounded by. So I don't believe that. That's no, it's true, man. You can space goes on forever. It, but we know more about space because you can see farther with the telescopes that we developed, and then we've sent shit out into space. Okay, how far you've seen is probably a. That much compared to the entire universe. Okay, you you drop down deep into the water when it gets black, and and black. The, the pressure builds. You can't even your your eyes will pop out of your Impossible. face. Your, your, I am the best. Your lungs will crush. Nope, no, no, there's a reason, bro. We don't even know jack shit about the ocean. Okay, so all I'm saying is that I don't understand the fascination. There could with be boats. a Luke I'm Skywalker not, out there. I'm we, not, don't, we don't know. I'm not trying to be there on the water. Could be a whole other universe that has lightsabers and cool stuff like that. What I'm getting at is I like swimming pools. Now, you say that. They're probably going to come for you first, and they come down here to kill us all. Lakes are cool. Uh, rivers. Your sacrifice. Rivers are cool. Lakes are cool. Swimming pools are cool. Oceans. Ooh, that's when I get nervous. Hot tubs are really cool. Yeah, hot tubs are cool. Hot too. tub in your dorm is badass. Oh, I never had that experience. <laughs> I, I was never smart enough to think of that, so, I, you know, unfortunately. All right. Uh, next up on the winners-losers list, Sean Payton, because Sean Payton brought in a cart containing $250,000 in cash and the Saints Lombardi trophy that they won in 2010 and said quote on or I am going to I'm going to paraphrase here so I won't use direct quotes but you guys want to win this it's three effing games a oh, wet well we cuss anyway it's three fucking games win three fucking games and it's yours so I guess he's alluding to a bonus that's in a clause for the contracts that they all get $250,000 extra or something like that or that it'd be divided by between the team, between 53 guys. 
Uh, but the Lombardi Trophy, you know, the Super Bowl ring, the legacy, all that stuff, the glory, the glory. Uh, so for sure, Sean Payton get the dub there. What do you think? What is that? Is that w? oh, big W? That's one very, of the cooler very, things you ever seen. Very a alpha move. Very alpha. That was very alpha. <laughs> and that would fire me up. That 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 if I was the player in that team, it fire me up. Well, let, me hit the, let me hit the weight room. Move. You would be. You would want to play those three let me, games. Let me go to the shower. You'd, get a quick you'd be pump. leaving it all out on the field for three. Quick pump in the shower. <laughs> there you go. Good. You thought I wasn't gonna catch that, but I did. I did. All right. Uh, next up on the winners losers list. You almost missed that one. Patrick McCaw, but I didn't. <laughs> Patrick McCaw. Al 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 McCaw is signing with the Philadelphia 76ers. He is signing a one-year deal for just under eight hundred thousand dollars. Flynn, you are saying this is an L. Wasn't didn't wasn't he like didn't he like persuade the Cavs to sign? So yeah, be a free agent? remember we reported that on the show, and I wasn't sure what the by the wording and the verbiage that was used in the article if if he like got released that way he could have less restrictions on his free agency. Uh, but he is now he because w- he was initially signed by the Cavs and then he was waived by the Cavs and now he's a Sixer. So again, as I'm going to continue to say, best of luck to Patrick McCaw. All right. I I enjoyed your service. Uh, thank you for your service for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, very good. I mean, not I'm not going to say not the best, but he's certainly not the worst. He's a very hardworking guard, and he gave you quality minutes. Uh, certainly, not, I don't think he's a franchise centerpiece right now. He could develop, so who knows? Uh, but good on the uh, – oh, no, he's not signing with the Sixers. He's signing with the Raptors. Excuse me. I apologize. I take that back. But yes, the Raptors are signing Patrick McCaw. People are listening to this right now saying, what the fuck, dude? No, he's signing with the Raptors. Okay, my bad. All right, uh, next up on the winners-losers list, we have Eric Reed. And Eric Reed is on the losers or winners-losers list. I'm an, I'm ready to nominate him as a loser. Yeah, and unfortunately, I'm not saying like he's a loser-loser, but just he's a, taking the L on this one right now. Uh, we reported earlier in the year, that uh, the reports that were going, we we discussed the reports going on that uh, Eric Reed was uh, feeling victim or you know was feeling targeted and uh, felt was playing the victim. I saw card. nobody on TV brought the fact that he already had a uh, a positive sample. Well, nobody's asked him about it. That's what I'm saying. So Eric Reed, if for those of you who have been paying attention, Eric Reed has. Um, He's complained about feeling like he's getting tested way too much by the league, and they're trying to black. They're trying to find any excuse they can to get rid of him and blackball him, like they're doing Kaepernick, which we know about at this point. We just don't even speak on the whole thing that Kaepernick's being blackballed. Um, we, I mean, I'm sure part of it is the lawsuit. You know, there's there's probably something to do with that. Uh, but Eric Reed, we we discussed this uh, earlier, where if it is true, if it is in fact true that Eric Reed is or has failed the drug test, he would already be on the league's, uh, you know, watch or their radar. So, of course, you're going to get tested more often because you've already had one strike against you. So, uh, no reporter has actively gone on and, and got, like, I haven't read anything or heard anything or seen any videos of a reporter asking him, hey, did you fail a drug test already? And the NFL and the NFLPA, so the Players Association, so the, the league's representation for the players who are supposed to be on the player side, both released a statement saying, there is no evidence. We conducted an investigation, and there is no evidence to suggest that Eric Reed has been unfairly and overly tested compared to the rest of the league. I I became a little suspect of him coming back into the league when he went off on Malcolm Jenkins in that uh, game. Yep. I was was after that after he did that, I was kind of wondering: Were you in it to actually play football, or you're just in it just to make another stand and 
just a, and then you like looked at who was playing the Eagles and you wanted to be on that team. So you get after Malcolm. Je- I mean, like seriously, like I don't think it was that personal, but I think oh, it was and he definitely. he took it personal. Yeah, well, he took it very personal, but I don't think he went out and said, "Let me sign with a team that plays the Eagles because I want to play Malcolm Jenkins." I think that was just a matter of circumstance because if you know if maybe Eric Reed was holding out so he could only sign with an NFC South team, who knows? And it was the Panthers that decided to sign him, but. I'm still very much curious about the drug testing. And what I'm my question to you is the NFLPA and the NFL linking arms together. Is this the NFLPA really saying we're not going to let one bad apple spoil the bunch? Like, yes, we have an idea of what we want our players to do. Like, we have different uh, different causes that we're going to get behind and we're going to fight for certain players, but we're not going to let this guy bring the whole operation down. So... You know, I'm not saying they kneeled to the league, but they cooperated with them. Is that possible? Yeah? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Recle- reckless speculation. Apologies. All right. Uh, last up on the list for winners and losers, we have Oklahoma quarterback or soon-to-be Oklahoma or a Heisman Trophy. How about that? Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, Kyler Murray. Uh, the Oakland A's have announced that they expect him to declare for the NFL draft after – um, already being drafted by the A's last year and having a $5 million signing bonus, which I believe that he's going to have to give back. I'm not sure he's going to be able to hold on to that money, Flan. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for your contribution. Uh, is this a smart move? Or so is this a win or a loss for Kyler Murray? Because I This is a huge win for the NFL. It's a big L for Murray. Okay, so 50-50. Because like usual, NFL will market the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll. I think he's. I think if he does, if he doesn't get injured his first year, his brain will be off the charts. What team is gonna be dumb enough to draft a five foot nine quarterback? And I say dumb because I'm sure there's been five foot nine quarterbacks before, but like, let's take those are outliers, okay? Like Drew Brees and Baker, for as short as they are, are not five foot nine, okay? Yeah, they're probably five eleven. Yeah, on a, well, Drew Brees is six feet. Don't even start. Six foot one. So again, don't talk bad about our Lord and Savior Drew Brees, Christ. Um, but yeah, but our Lord and Savior Roethlisberger. Well, man, I didn't say that. No, Big Ben is more like just Satan. like not Satan, but like definitely <laughs> like uh, a martyr. <laughs> How about that? I think it was so funny that he got once he got a pop for domestic violence. He's like he started doing every after that. Every time he got a touchdown or anytime he had a game, he always thanked God or something like that. Just, it was the Redeemer. The mighty Redeemer. I thought that was so, fu- so right, well, funny. So funny athletes do that. We are not talking about him. Yeah, well, especially when Cody Parkey does that for missing field goals. Oh, okay. We're not going to deflect, but we're not going to talk about the yeah, other one. All right. Um, so, yeah, Kyler Murray to the NFL. I'm now curious as to which team would be dumb enough to even try and uh, draft Kyler Murray. It just seems like if Mayfield looked like a risk and you've gotten this short-term reward, what kind of risk is going to be associated with Kyler Murray when you've got professional six foot four, six foot five linemen that are legit half a foot taller than this guy and a pocket is collapsing and you can only run around so much before you get snapped, you know? Like, it just seems like the better business investment for him would be to stick with baseball. What was his position? Was a center fielder? I think he was. It was either a center fielder Short or a shortstop. Stop. I believe one of the two, yeah. Generally, I like th- I, th- I think, it, I, I, I know, I looked at the, I didn't look at the stats, but I know that a lot of people were highly, highly coveting him in the draft. And I think the A's have always been very good at drafting players. And if the A's drafted you, I have a suit. And also the thing, if you're just on the A's, you're going to go up to Oakland, you're going to play there for two years, and then you're going to be tra- you're gonna be um, 
traded to a damn contender. That is true. That so is I'm, true. Like, I'm like, you're you're going, you, you're you're in, a, you're in a win-win situation with your the A's. You're played two years on a on a good team, and get traded when your team starts to suck. That is very true. Yeah. To a contender, because the A's know how to draft, and then they take those draft picks and trade them away. Unfortunately, uh, for the. For the A's fans. And if you're a shortstop or a center fielder, you're going to get coveted highly. And then you're going to get cashed out huge. Yeah. Huge. Fucking. He has to be a shortstop. No, he can't be a shortstop. He's too yeah, he short. Could be, he could be a shortstop. He just couldn't be. Uh, I don't think he would be a center fielder. because Second to, base is more tall. of a five foot nine position. Okay, shortstop, center. I mean, second baseman. They're kind of they're not interchangeable, but both can play either position. Your, short, your shortest player is on the infield is usually second base. Okay. Well, I'm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't live and die by that if I was a manager, but I could see how that might be the case. All right, that'll do it for uh, winners and losers. We have one segment left. Let's bring it on home. It is time for the pop culture update. Mm. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. Flan, what do you have to offer up for the pop culture update on this divisional round preview show? What do I have to offer? Um, it does not disguise what you just did. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what I got to yeah, offer you. I will start off with this then. All right. Did you see that Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is divorcing his wife, Mackenzie, after 25 years of marriage? I did not. They've been married for as long as we've been born, which means that she was down riding with him when he had just the bookstore and then converted it onto the brand new internet, interwebs thing. Uh, Jeff Bezos is worth $137 uh, billion, I believe. That's his net worth. and and uh, Good for him. Amazon's worth even more. Get this, though, is that because they were married in Seattle, or I mean in Washington, that's where they have to get divorced, right? So they're filing for divorce, and Washington has a rule where even without a prenup, the woman can still get uh, half of whatever you know, half of the money that was been generated yeah. during the marriage. So she's could walk away with sixty bills herself, or however much money it is that it's some astronaut, it's some stupid ass amount of money that she's gonna get. Um, so good for her. But also good for Jeff Bezos, I guess. I, I mean, I'm not ever cheering for divorce, but here's hoping that you guys can find uh, love and happiness somewhere else. Love, so, yes. Love, happiness. What'd you say? Big happiness guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, next up on the pop culture update, what do you have, sir? Um, I'm actually blank this week. I don't have much. I haven't been paying it. I haven't been up in the... Uh, Updates with the pop code. Oh, I actually got something. Okay. Uh, this coming Oscars will be the first time since 1989 there will be no host at the Oscars. Which is going to be interesting to see how that plays. Also, for somehow, the movie... Uh, what was the movie called? Oh, crap. Um, uh, what was the damn movie called that won the Golden Glover Best Picture this year? Vice? No, no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> God damn it! But a Star Wars, a Star is born was in the running for it, and then oh, some the movie, yeah, some yeah. movie beat it out, and everyone was like shocked to beat it out. Um, damn, I forgot the name of the new damn movie. But yeah, like, there's a big reaction to it on Twitter about people saying that 
uh, Star is Born should have won. But, um, yeah, all, all I know is that whoever won it was not. Uh, everyone was pretty shocked by it. Excellent analysis. The Golden Glo- I've heard the Golden Globes are kind of just like the warm-up for the Oscars. And it's the poor man's Oscars. Oh, okay. I wouldn't really think of that, but... Well, it's the truth. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything to add to this. Oh, uh, on Twitter, uh, you you just have to look for it. It's under the account Meredith Frost. Uh, a day. Oh, ago. Bohemian Rhapsody won it. Oh, oh, well, Bohemian Rhapsody was a good a good movie. It's I not. It's it. not best picture of the year. Well, uh, it was pretty freaking good though, man. I don't know. I didn't see a Star Is Born, but I can tell you, Bohemian Rhapsody was pretty. Oh, this pretty is absolute, this is a, this is a joke. Then, if Black Panther is nominated for best picture of the year, it's an absolute joke. That's, uh, okay. That's whatever. Is any reason for that? And Black Panther. Yeah. It's not. It was not a good movie. Because it's a superhero movie. No, it just it, I thought it was, I thought special effects were poorly poorly done. I thought Michael B. Jordan was not that good of a character as the villain. Um, I thought Chad. I think the, everyone was talking about how great Michael B. Jordan was. I think Chadwick Brosnan, whatever the, hell, the guy that actually played Black Black Panther, was light years better than Michael B. Jordan in that movie. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't like movies where there's a lot of CGI. I mean, there's a lot of CGI in a lot of those superhero movies, but with that one specifically, there are a lot of scenes where you're watching like, wow, I feel like I'm watching a video game right now, and I hate that. Uh, um. I got two for you right now. So if you are on Twitter, look up Meredith Frost. This is a free plug for Meredith Frost. A day ago, she tweeted out a video of Elvis doing karate. And it's just the tweet says, I could watch Elvis doing karate all day. I liked it. So if you follow me on Twitter, you should be able to see it. Um, Because Twitter's algorithm is super weird like that. So now there's no privacy whatsoever. Yeah, we got to let you know. when Your friends know when you like something. That could be weird. So if you're liking your foot fetish videos, watch out. Um... Yeah, I just think it's a great video. It looks fake. It looks, I mean, like, you know, these people aren't even trying for poor Elvis. He really thinks he's about to get a black belt. Uh, my next my next one that I have is a uh, this stupid post. I was talking to Flan earlier. I have a lot of pictures on my phone of just funny shit on the Internet that I find, and I screenshot, and I save it for later, and I never end up using it. So we're going to turn that into content. And a little preview of that, because I have a lot of organizing to do for it, because I promise they're good ones. Um this is a Reddit a screenshot of a Reddit thread, and uh, it's about five-hour energy. But the question is, what's the dumbest thing someone has argued with you about, right? And the best answer on this that I <laughs> that I ended up uh, screenshotting was whether drinking two five-hour energy drinks gives you ten hours of energy or five hours of double the energy. Wow. What do you think? Two five-hour energies. Are you getting 10 hours of energy, or are you just getting a super fierce five hours? Oh, I've done it before. You get a fierce five hours. You get a fierce you five absolutely hours? Like Do you actually nuts. get a come down then? Because like five-hour energy's claim to fame well, is no I'm, come down. And then when you well, go when you go twice the double strength, you got to have a come down. I'm going right? to lie to you. I don't know what I was pretty – I fell asleep by the time. Okay, the there we around. go. That is that very useful analysis. Hey, there. hey, hey, hey. You want an analysis? I gave it to you, dog. You, <laughs> you had a very ah. strong five hours, and then don't Christ. remember – And then don't remember remember the rest yeah it's usually how it goes okay that's good <laughs> all right uh next yeah i was gonna say anything else for the pop culture update no nah, that's it for me you're done yeah. all right uh ooh, the mass singer airing on fox right now i don't care i think it's a stupid show i just uh, exactly my first that's my that was my first itunes purchase too you're we were to rock with it your first itunes no i said 
No, Mas- I said mine was. I said somebody popped up on Twitter. I said my first was leaning with a rock. Oh, that was your first iTunes purchase? I do not remember my first iTunes purchase. Ooh, that'd be a good one. I do not remember. Lean with a rock. Lean with a rock. Okay. I think we're too white to be doing that. All right. So I'm very white. I guess that will do it then for this episode. Uh, best of luck to all the teams playing in the divisional round this week. Uh, certainly pulling for the Colts, the Rams, the Chargers. I would love to see the Colts and Chargers wouldn't have an AFC championship game in a soccer stadium. I think it's awesome. I think we should be cheering for that. That would be so funny. And it would be a very compelling game. It would honestly it would be, be very, super, be very, very, that very would be compelling. so funny if that happened. You know what the NFL would do to combat that because they lost. They'd probably out. move it to Coliseum. No, 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 no. Because they well, actually, yeah, I wouldn't doubt if they did that. Yeah. They would. They would probably move it to Coliseum unless the Rams made it that far too. Then what I could see the NFL doing is because you're missing twenty five thousand seats, is they just jack the fuck out of the ticket price to make oh, it. Oh, holy, to well, yeah. For it. Oh, you thought you were gonna get these? No, we are raising ticket prices by two hundred fifty percent. Yeah, Colts home game. Yeah. They played they played away games. They're gonna play away games even when they go uh, to the new stadium in L. A. Yeah, so it does it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, but yeah, I want to see the Chargers win. Uh, I want to see the Colts win. I want to see the Rams win, and I want to see the Saints win. Well, I know the Saints are gonna win. So, and because I just said that I know the Saints are gonna win, it's gonna be a close fucking game. But they still better cover. Uh, nine points is you know. That's a lot for playoffs. I'm asking. It's just Drew Brees, man. It's Drew Brees. Still a lot for the playoffs. All right, uh, man, that episode went by. Lickety split. Lickety, lickety quick. How else would I say that? Just really fast. All right, we're just filibustering for time now. Uh, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. Trying to reach you for the longest, let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest, my branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest, I dare you, little bitch, can I be on no bar shit, young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit, don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit, I don't like no fake big, but you back like school lunches, I eat beats, you eat ass nigga like num num, that scrumptious, don't like no fake niggas, wanna collapse for the clout, but I know you niggas already know what I'm about, but I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house, niggas claim it away, but use waste for they rouse, nigga, feel the Oh, 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 oh,